Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. This is Thursday morning, April 22nd. This is uh, the the original Earth Day way back in 1970. And a special day for me also is this was the day my father passed away when in 1975. So April 22nd, important day for me. And I'm fired up today. I'm pretty, I, th- I think what we're going to talk about in the commands of Christ today is very, very important. So I'm glad you're with me. If this is your first time with me, a special welcome. I hope you subscribe and join us every day as we get into the Word of God in prayer because God's Word can change our life if we get it into us. If we think about it, meditate on it, apply it, believe it, pray over it. If we don't, it will have no effect on us. You might be a Christian, but you'll be no different than the world if you're not letting God's Word transform your life, your mind, your thoughts, your values transform you from the inside out. So I'm glad you're along. And today, as we're looking at the commands of Christ, we're in the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 7, and it's verse 15, where Jesus says this, beware, watch out, be on your guard. Beware of the false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ravenous wolves. You'll know them by their fruits. Grapes are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor figs from thistles, are they? So every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, nor can a bad tree produce good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So then you will know them by their fruits." This is, this is a heavy warning, friends, and it's one that we Christians need to take to heart. Beware of false prophets. Do you know how to spot one? I know as Christians, we spend a lot of time, and our theologians spend a lot of time, trying to identify the faults with um, the, the false theology of maybe the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons or or one of the uh, Christian groups that preaches, uh, you know, the health and prosperity. You know, people don't like that. And, um, or, 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 you know, some of the people, some of the prophets who, you know, predicted a lot of things politically this year. Uh, even, you know, the errors in the Catholic Church or the errors in another denomination. We spent a lot of time on this. And Jesus did, we are warned, you know, Paul wrote in Galatians chapter 1 and in 2 Corinthians chapter 11 about beware of anyone who would preach to you another gospel or another Jesus. And, uh, and, and indeed, there's a lot of different ideas out there about Jesus, a lot of different ideas about what he did or didn't accomplish, who he was or who he wasn't. And I don't mean to minimize these things in any way at all because it because we must have the truth and the more accurate we are in the truth, the more important. Because our faith, it's not enough to have faith, we must have faith in the truth. And we do want to have the truth. But sometimes I wonder if we're missing the, the real issue. You know, Jesus talked about you tithe, the Pharisees, they would tithe mint, dill, and cumin, just in you know, a little tiny herbs or spices, but you swallow camel. You, you, you drain out a gnat and swallow camel. You tithe mint and, doom, 
Dylan Kuhlman, you neglect the weightier provisions of the law, Matthew chapter 23. Straining a gnat, swallowing a camel, tithing the herbs and spices, but missing what God's really concerned about. And sometimes I wonder if our, in our pursuit of the truth as believers or our fighting for the truth, we may be missing, not that we want to swallow the gnat, but we might be missing the camel. So I want to ask you, who are the false prophets of our day, and can you spot them? Jesus said the way they will be spotted is by their fruit. We think, we look first and foremost, let's examine their doctrine. And again, I'm not, there's nothing wrong with this because the Bible does have us examine doctrine, no doubt about it. But the focus with what Jesus is saying here today is you'll know them by their fruit. Well, what kind of fruit are we looking for? We're looking for, does it produce fruit of love, of faith, of humility, of kindness, goodness? Does it produce the fruit of a love of God, a love of others? What would a bad fruit look like? Well, I'd like to suggest bad fruit is rebellion, pride, sin, unrighteousness, uh, a turning against God, rejection of authority, rejection of parental authority, rejection of God's moral standards. This would be the bad fruit. And so if I ask myself in our day and age today, right here in our country, who are the false prophets producing or the false teachers, the false spokesmen, the false teachers who are producing bad fruit? Well, what comes to my mind, the place I first look at the ones that are having the greatest influence of producing bad fruit, I think of several areas. Number one, I think of arts and entertainment. Do you think of the musicians we listen to on the radio, you know, or wherever we listen to them now on your, on your you know, playlist? Do you think of musicians as teachers and prophets? They are. They're, they're instilling values. They're, they're through movies, through uh, music. They're telling stories. They're telling a narrative. They're, they're instilling values and beliefs and ideas. Sometimes you may not even recognize that. And that's why Jesus says, beware of false prophets. Be on your lookout for them. Don't let them uh, seduce you. Don't let them trick you. What is the effect of, of the things that you or your kids are listening to? Does it produce a love for God, a love for others, a humility, a kindness, a goodness, a righteousness, or does it uh, encourage fruit of, of unbelief, pride, hatred for others, judging of others, sexual anarchy, and a rejection of God's moral standards? A lot of music does. The most popular songs out there right now, and I'm not going to say them on here, but they do. How about the false teachers that are in our education system? And what are they teaching? For generations now, they've been teaching secular humanism, been teaching, you know, we won't even talk about God. There might be a God, there might not, but we don't need to talk about him because no educated person really believes in him. We exclude God from our knowledge. And so by what they don't say, they sure are, they sure are saying a lot. 
teaching that you evolve from an animal. We all evolved from some big bang long ago. This is false teaching. And it, and it, and it has created a generation of people who don't believe in God, who don't believe in moral standards, who believe that they have the right to decide for themselves what's right and wrong, which has created and, and caused us to embrace and celebrate sexual anarchy, rebellion against authority. You think all the confusion in our nation today and all the unrest and rejection of authority and call to throw down the country and, and start all over again and tear down the system and all these things, where is it coming from? It's what we've been teaching in our schools. When there's no God, there's no sense of authority. Where teaching uh, a, a redefinition of key words, redefining the word justice, redefining our origin, how we got here, redefining the word marriage, redefining uh, sexual morals, <clears throat> all of these things. Do you, th do you think of these people and what's being taught in our schools, as these are the false prophets, the false teachers that Jesus said, beware of, watch out. What fruit are they producing? And indeed, it doesn't take a whole lot of discernment to realize the fruit that's being produced in our arts and entertainment, the fruit that's being produced in our educational system, including our universities, where so many of us Christians, you know, it's, it's so important for our kids to go there. We want them to be successful financially. And yet so many of them are hostile. I just heard this week, our, where I'm here in Columbus, Ohio, our, our University of Ohio State hiring 150 diversity, uh, 150 new diversity um, administrators. What are they? They will be activists. Activists to instill the LGBT agenda, to instill the uh, critical race theory concepts and those of social justice. And l l as nice as these things are, and I don't have time to go into it now, but dressed up Marxism, dressed up divide us against one another, dressed up create conflict with one another, and looking to politics, to government, Power for government as being the only solution to problems, not looking to God. You can count on that. Not looking to God, not addressing our sin nature, but, uh, but making everything about power, a power struggle. Um, we have false prophets. In our country today, at its deepest level, I think all, you know, we're concerned about the division, we're concerned about what's going on in our culture. At its deepest level, we are having a religious conflict. We had, for, for two centuries, our country honored the Christian God, believed in Christian reality, and we didn't live up to it always. And matter of fact, we, had, we certainly had flaws, as do, I'm sure, you and I, who honor God, and yet imperfectly. And now we have, we're, we are in the midst of a struggle in which we, to be honest now, it's like the things have tipped to where we're, we're loot, we, it seems like a lot of would say we have lost. I'm not giving up yet. We never give up. We, you know, we never give up. But where there's definitely been a power shift to those who don't believe in God, secularist, humanist, who want to see, who, again, the fruit is rebellion against authority. 
The fruit is sexual anarchy. Anything goes. The fruit is, uh, no, you know, the unfaithfulness to marriage, unfaithfulness before marriage, and all, I mean, you know, just perversion, the celebration of perversion and debauchery, and most importantly, a rejection of God. This is, my friends, beware of false prophets. Beware in the raising of your children. Beware of who are the false prophets. Um, I'm not saying we're not concerned about the Jehovah's Witnesses or the Mormons and what they teach wrong. I'm saying we may be straining in a gnat and swallowing a camel, missing the real false prophets out there that are destroying our children, that are leading our children astray, that are capturing a generation. Again, have captured a couple generations now and are capturing them worse and worse and worse. Beware of false prophets, my friends. Beware of them. Beware of the fruit. The fruit of hatred, the fruit of division, the fruit of sexual anarchy, the fruit of rejection of God, the fruit that rebels against authority. Watch out for the false prophets in our day. We are in a spiritual battle. Know who your enemies are. Don't be naive. Don't be naive to the attacks that come upon your soul, the souls of your children, and your grandchildren. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for the truth. We thank you you have given us truth. We pray, Father, as your son Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount commanded us, beware of false prophets. I pray that we would learn how to identify in our culture. Lord, it, it's, we, we don't think of them as being religious. So many of the, so much of the music we listen to, we say, oh, that's not religious music. It's just secular. It's, it's not, we'd be more alarmed about something that got a little theology wrong than about one that, that teaches there's no God whatsoever or just ignores you. We confess, Father, open our eyes. Help us to understand where the spiritual battles really are raging in our day. Help us to focus our efforts on fighting the true battles. Help, Lord, we pray for our children. We pray for our grandchildren. We pray for our own souls. Give us discernment. Protect us, Lord, from the flood. It's just a flood. We're immersed in a culture now, immersed in, a, in education and entertainment and music and arts and, and movies and and, and internet and social media and everywhere, Lord, we're immersed in a world that often ignores you, sometimes opposes you. We're immersed in a world that just wants to accept and celebrate things that you call evil. And you told us, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who exchange light for darkness and darkness for light. Lord, I, I see kids in our neighborhood every day going to school, waiting for the school bus day after day, day after day, year after year. And Lord, I, I just pretty sure so many of these kids, they're not getting the instruction in their home that will counteract the, the, what the, the world they're swimming in, the, the water they're swimming in, in the, in the schools and amongst their peers and on the internet, I just see these kids waiting for the school bus, and all their, they're all on their phones, all looking at their media pages. They're all just engrossed in a world that occupies their minds, 
but excludes you, leaves you out, rejects you, and teaches and, 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 and teaches things contrary to you. Oh, Father, have mercy. Have mercy, oh God. We pray, first of all, Lord, we pray for our own lives and the lives of our own family members, our own children. We pray, Father, that they would, we would be aware of false prophets, false teaching. We would spot the fruit of it early. I pray, Lord, in our own children, we would spot the fruit of rebellion, sinfulness, rejection of you, rejection of your standards. We'd spot it early. And, oh, Father, give wisdom, give great wisdom and love and faith and courage to parents to be proactive and not passive in raising their own children and to engage in conversations with them that may be uncomfortable. Help us with this, Lord. Help us. Uh, we, we pray for our own offspring. Lord, we ask, I think of how we, this popular song, uh, the blessing of God upon our, not only our lives, but our children and their children and their children to a thousand generations. Lord, we pray for our own offspring. Watch them, protect them, guard them. Protect us, Lord, from false prophets. Give us discernment. Give us open eyes. Help us, to, help us to realize, Lord, they come to us like wolves in sheep's clothing. And so often, Lord, I, I just think, Lord, teachers at school, they, 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 they seem to want to be there to serve. And I know many of them do, and many more wonderful people. But, Lord, they've been, they themselves often are bringing ideas of what they think are answers and solutions and what they want our children to believe and what they, how they want them to live that are contrary to you and your word. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to really realize that sometimes there's a wolf beneath that sheep's clothing. There's a wolf behind that smile. There's a wolf behind that person that seems so kind. Jesus, you said beware of this. If they're, if they're producing a fruit that's evil, that's bad, that's rebellious, there's a wolf. Lord, sometimes in our own churches, sometimes even our youth leaders, they may be wolves. They, it seems like they're so nice and they want to help. But, Father, if they're producing in our own churches kids that are going astray and kids that are walking away from the faith and kids that have no foundation and, and kids that reject parental authority and, and all this, Lord, are there wolves even in our own churches that are in sheep's clothing? I'm sure there are, Lord. Help us beware. Help us be careful. Help us, Lord, protect us. Give us discernment when we don't have it. Give us eyes, eyes to see when we're blind. Oh, Lord, we pray for this. We pray, we're asking first and foremost, Lord, for our own lives and our families, our offspring. But we pray also for our country. We pray, Lord, there's a, such a deception such a people, they don't realize the, the religion of secularism. They don't realize that so many of these movements that are tearing our country apart, how at their very root, they're theological. They're, they have ideas about God and about a worldview and about right and wrong and morality. And at the root, Lord, at the root, they are theological ideas that are at war with the Christian faith. I pray, Father, help us. We pray, we pray, we pray. Open up the eyes of our fellow people here in our nation, in our culture, in our country. Help us, Lord, to help us. I, I, how, Lord, Lord, I pray for Christians to be producing the greatest movies that give us a, merit, a narrative and the greatest music that causes our eyes to turn to you and lift up to you and love you. I pray, Lord, for education and schools and teachers that would teach our children to love God and to love one another and to respect authority and to walk in your ways. 
We pray, Father, for political leaders who will be godly people and will, will honor you and, and, and inspire the rest of us too as well. We pray, Lord, for movements and ideas that are infiltrating our nation, our schools, our culture that sound good on the outside, but the Trojan horses, they, they're at the root there. They are rebellious against you and sinful against you. Open our eyes. Give us discernment. Help us not receive this. Oh, Lord, we cry out to you today. We pray for these things. Help us to, to fight the fight of faith. Help us to tear down every speculation raised up against the knowledge of God. Raise up in our land, Lord, we pray, uh, men and women apologists who understand the times. They know what the church should be doing, and they have discern discernment and wisdom to declare your truth and to see where, where, where we're naive and accepting and following false teachers. We pray for these things today, Lord. Give us your victory. Fill us with your spirit all day long. Use us for your glory, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Okay, as I told you, I was kind of fired up today because I think this is where the battle is. This is where the battle for our, our lives, our souls, the souls of our children and our grandchildren, the souls of our neighborhood, the souls of our nation. Don't be naive. Understand where this battle is. Be equipped. Be aware. Again, please don't misunderstand. I think we want to have right theology about salvation, obviously. We want to have preached the right gospel, obviously. We want to preach the right Christ, obviously. All I'm saying is this. We're losing a whole lot more of, our, of the next generation, a whole lot more people to secular humanism and to... Um, sexual anarchy. We're losing a whole lot more of that generation to that than we are the Jehovah's Witnesses, believe me, or the Mormons, or any other group that you that, that we'd say is, is bad theology. For every one that they get, uh, every one the Jehovah's Witnesses get, we're probably losing a thousand to secularism, agnosticism, atheism, sexual anarchy, rebellion. So, Let's fight God's fight. Let's go out and win. Get behind. God, might God raise up great evangelists, apologists, who, who defend the faith and declare the faith. We're out there. I, 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 I'm one of them. I pray God gives me a huge platform, allows me to speak his truth to multitudes. Pray for me. But there's so many others as well. Might God raise us up and give us a voice. Amen. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for praying with me today. Thanks for being part of the spiritual fight and battle. I pray you come back every day. Join this community. Let's get in the Word. Let's let God's Word transform us one, one person at a time. Invite some friends. Invite your kids, your family, your small group, your church. Uh, let's, let's spread the Word and day after day, day after day. Let the Word of God permeate our soul, and, and, and revival starts with us. Amen. So we'll see you tomorrow, 8.30 a.m. God bless you. Love having you along. You have a blessed day. Bye-bye.